The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. You know, Tibetan centers or go to a Zen space, you know, you'll hear, you'll get different kinds of instructions. And it can be confusing if you're trying to practice multiple things. And, it, you know, it can just create confusion for the mind and not help you establish from this perspective of the Vipassana or the Theravada perspective, a consistent approach to trying to understand the mind. So, the, and this approach is really about helping us see and understand the mind and the way the mind works. And um, so it, it, it's to, that's supporting us in having more choice in our lives. And through that process, though, we're also learning how to be with difficult things without reacting, overreacting or reacting in ways that cause harm to ourselves or others. It doesn't mean we won't have responses, but the reactivity that can have us, you know, say or do things or shut down that we end up regretting or causing harm to ourselves and others. So it's not easy practice. It's simple practice, but it's not not always an easy practice. And there's a real emphasis also in this this way of approaching life and meditation, mindfulness, on direct experience. So the Buddha has amazing ideas and teachings and understanding of how the mind worked. But the Buddha didn't want us to just study and read and and believe him. The Buddha wanted us to take what he taught and to practice it ourselves, to discover for ourselves what happened when we engaged in our direct experience with this kind of way of trying to understand and meet and relate to experience. So we share practices and teachings, but it's all an invitation for you to to apply it to your own experience and see what happens. Don't believe us. Find out for yourself. And then the way this um, class is taught is sort of like if you imagine concentric circles, and we're starting in the center of those concentric circles. We start with mindfulness of breathing. And it's not that all the other things that we'll teach don't still happen. But this week, we want to invite you to preference practicing with breathing and spending a little more time in a concentrated way cultivating your ability to be aware of the breath. Next week, we'll expand to include the body, breath and body. And next week, we'll invite you to Okay, try and really spend time with the body for a week. The week after that, we expand to include emotions. And one, another way you can think about this is we're growing our foundation. We're growing our capacity to be with our experience. For most people, being with the breath is the easiest thing to be with. It's not true for everyone. And if you have trouble being with the breath, let us know and we'll give you some alternative instructions. But it helps us grow our capacity to stay present. We start with the easiest thing, then we expand to something a little, maybe a little more complex, and then the emotions get a lot more complex, right? And then the week after that, we move to thinking, which is, wow, where we, like, woof, there's a lot to practice with there, and not just sort of go into the conceptual world, get lost in thought. And then the fifth week, we expand to a practice we call open awareness, where we learn how to let whatever comes up be seen. So we just sort of establish an awareness that can see and move with whatever's going on, as well as practicing in daily life. So concentric circles, you know, just sort of invite you to really consider your going on an intensive week-long date with breathing, you know, and next week at the body, right? So 
um, just to really, it will help you, really, I promise it will really help you as you expand your meditation circles. So, Sandra and I will be teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not be here next week, and I am, Sandra will be here by herself with Richard supporting her. And um, then I'll be back the third week. Then I'll be gone the fourth week. <laughs> Sandra will be here. And then I'll be back for the fifth week. So yeah. Sandra's going to be your home base person for this class. <laughs> um, and she's going to do a practice with us now. Yeah. So when we hear the description, it may sound like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I'll invite you to notice that. What are you thinking? Like, is it overwhelming? Is it like, I don't get it? Just notice what's coming up in your mind. Just for a moment, like, wow, okay. Maybe something that Tanya said brought a memory and, and then you just went down the rabbit hole. It's, it's so easy. Even as I talk, there's something in my mind that is, hey, hey, here, here, come here, come here, isn't it? So it, what we're going to try to do today is, like, do our best to bring our attention to the breath. So we're going to start by just, if you want to close your eyes or lower in your gaze, it's up to you. And I invite you, like, first, like, notice where you are. Like, okay, we are here. I am here now. And I invite you to bring your attention to your breathing. Notice one inhale and notice the exhale. And notice again another one. And exhale. And another one. And exhale. And just for a moment, come back and see again what's happening in your mind. Does it feel maybe a little calmer? Or even it got lost somewhere? Just notice And when we bring the attention to the breath, we're not trying to control it. We're not trying to think about it. We're just feeling the breath. So let's, let's try each one on their own. Let's take a look at the three cycles of breath. And feel it in your body. Notice the sensations. So, inhale. And exhale. Another two. I'd like to invite you to maybe share what you noticed, what happened when you brought your attention to your breath. It doesn't need to be like a big discovery, like what happened? What happened to you? Do you want to share with the microphone? I was trying to concentrate on my breath, but I I was having that monkey mind. My mind was going to other places, and I was like, come back, come back. (laughs) Yes. 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 Where where was the mind going? Uh, 
what a lot you? of different places. I mean, I was thinking about what am I like my next job or friends, family. It was kind of just going everywhere. Yes, yes, and and that's exactly what we try to do with this practice. Is I mean, all that is going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's like we cannot get rid of everything that is in the mind. Mm-hmm. But when we sit, say, okay, you're going to be there. Like I'm going to put you here, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to feel what's happening here right now so it's very sticky mm-hmm. <laughs> every the thoughts what I did this morning what I'm going to do next yeah. and all that stuff but what we're trying we're inviting ourselves it's an invitation it's gentle it's kind and maybe even fun it's, it's not very serious just not make it a big deal out of it like bring that Friendliness, like, okay, let's come here and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So we, we bring that attention here. The mind is going to keep talking. But little by little, it's like it becomes like the volume goes down a little bit. And we can be more here, present. And this practice, the three breaths, you can do it anytime. Any moment, like you don't even need to close your eyes, but even during the week, you may want to try. Just first, it, it will take you, what, 15 seconds maybe? Just see what happens when you just try to connect with your breath. Three breaths. And go and see what happens. Yeah. Try it again right now. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I find it really helpful if I tell myself, just my mind, I tell my mind. Three breaths, that's all. Mm. Just can I, can I just stay with the breath for three? So let's just give ourselves, a, invite you to give yourself the mind that invitation. And let's just do three breaths. You don't need to... A normal breath or... Any kind of breath, doesn't matter. You can just stay, just three of your breaths. See, if you just say mind, let's see if we can stay in touch with three breaths feeling them all the way in all the way out then the next one staying there and only one more and one more out and all done all right yeah is it okay if we make a quiet like note of one in sure richard wants to know if we can note and say one in absolutely so nothing fancy just Three breaths in a row, just see what happens. So, just beginning now. At the end of your three breaths, you can just open your eyes. Was that a little easier, Rocky? Yeah, that was a lot better. <laughs> Great. I think sometimes we, you know, the mind gets, it's like if we're not, if we're too open with it, you know, it feels too big. And there's something about, okay, just three breaths. And then, okay, wander, wander. Okay, how about three more breaths? <laughs> you know, and then your mind will get carried. And then, okay, just three more. Can we do three more in a row? And then, you know, it's, it's, you start to feel, oh, they start to get connected to the whole flow of it. There's a real feeling to it. For me, I really feel like I'm riding a wave. And so then you can start to get a little mesmerized with that experience. And it, and it also helps you, oh, like, oh, yeah, let me be there with this. Yeah. It also helps you. You start appreciating how oh, how nice it is to to have a break, even if it's only three breaths. If that's all the time you have for it, you're gonna start noticing such a big difference. Like your your nervous system is gonna like ah, it's uh, little by little, <laughs> a breath at a time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You wanna go ahead? Okay. Um, so, you know, we're emphasizing you don't have to be doing anything fancy. We didn't ask you to change your posture for this, right? It's it's accessible at any moment, no matter what you're doing. Three breaths is usually like 
enough, short enough of a pause that you can just keep doing whatever's happening. Now I'll talk a little bit about the kind of posture that you can work on and practice for formal meditation. Um, And I think the most important things to me are two things. One is you want to be comfortable enough, right? You want to be able to sustain the way you're sitting for however long you're planning to meditate. So, you know, make sure you're finding, whether it's in a chair or on a cushion or a bench, whatever it is, a posture that is sustainable, like for your body. The other really important thing is this sense of a combination of sort of like taking an external posture with your body of uprightness, of interest. Like if you imagine somebody came in the room who was famous and you're like, ooh, who's that? Yeah, I know that person. You know, there's a uplift, right? There's this interest, this curiosity that happens and your body follows, right? So there's a way in which we don't have to think somebody famous is showing up for a meditation, but there's something about that Oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in noticing my experience, witnessing it, learning about my own mind, my own process. And it communicates a sense of respect. And it also kind of helps the mind know that this is important. Right? When we're really um, sunken in a chair there's a way that we can kind of lose our energy and kind of drift. And while if we have a lot of pain, that might be what's best, but if we have the capacity to even even bring a brightness to that posture, it can help. So things that can help are feet flat on the floor, right? Finding a way to rest your arms. So I always use a pillow on my lap because my shoulders get... Um, I have tight shoulders from swimming, so I I need to rest my hands so that my shoulders don't kind of get tight and pull on me when I'm sitting. And I also lift my shoulders and roll them back. And this is really helpful because it kind of is the opposite of what driving and texting and computering do. It's just hunching over. So... And then I immediately, that breath was automatic. It just, I take a deeper breath. So it allows your body to breathe more freely. So just maybe taking a moment now to feel your way into a posture that feels comfortable. And yet there's a brightness in the mind. There's a sense of uprightness, interest. And when you feel that, sort of start to tune into the sensations in your body, especially those connected to breathing. So there's a lot to notice about the breath. You can notice like where it starts. So do you feel it at the tip of your nose or do you feel it inside your sinuses? Do you feel it in the back of your throat? Do you feel your chest expanding? What about your belly? Do you allow your belly, soften your belly, allow your belly to expand with your breath? And what about even, you could put your hands on your side ribs And see if you can feel the side ribs expanding. Touching your body can help you feel how the breath is moving in your body. You might need to help your body breathe more deeply if you're not feeling the sides expanding by take your hands and kind of place them over your belly button. And give yourself, give your belly permission to get big. And 
you can imagine as you breathe in, your belly expanding and pushing your hands out. So go ahead and literally help your belly push your hands out to the middle of the room. And then when you exhale, you can use your hands to help your belly press the belly button into the spine. And then really exhale deeply, pushing out more air than you brought in. And then hold it there for a minute. And you'll feel, you can feel deep in your belly a pull. And let that pull happen and draw your breath all the way down. You feeling it? Finding it? I need to see those hands moving out to the middle of the room. <laughs> Gets the diaphragm involved, which helps. What are you noticing? How is it to bring your awareness into the different places your breath is affecting your body? Thank you. I noticed that I started yawning a lot. You started yawning. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have a sense of why that might be? Do you want? I think your mic's not on. There you go. Uh, so it's it has to do with the nervous system. Uh-huh. So the yawning signals that the nervous system is calming down. Yeah, and often we've been holding, doing shallow breathing. Oh. <laughs> Rocky's got the yawns. We but uh, we, you know we often get really short in our breathing throughout our life when we're busy and rushing. We stop kind of taking full breaths. So, it's great. Great that you're noticing this. Anything else? No? Okay. Um, All right, so now let's just see. So another thing that you can really tune into. So as you tune in, let's tune back in again. You don't have to do anything fancy right now. Just kind of feel your posture. And just see, like, okay, now we've talked about feeling it on all the different parts of our body. Now see if you can tune in a little more intimately with the different sensations. Maybe even starting with warmth and coolness. Seeing, is there any part of the breath, any time the breath feels cool or warm? If you need to take your masks off for a minute to feel that, feel free. Just, you know. The mask is pretty obvious. Cool noise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to, just for a second there, yeah. We're moving toward no mask, but we're not there yet. So, but just give yourself a you know two breaths or something without your mask. Another thing to tune into is the difference between the inhale and the exhale. Do they feel the same or different? And how so? How are they different? Like kind of tune into the details. How would you describe the difference between an inhale and an exhale? Go ahead and let everybody try and tune in. And then I'll see if anybody can offer any descriptions. Okay, yeah. Did you have a, a different, a description, a difference between in and, in and out? I actually started noticing that my exhale was much longer than my inhale. Great noticing. Great. Rocky, did you have anything? Yeah. For me, it, felt, it feels like... Uh, it's kind of like a heaviness, and then exhaling is a lightness, and I feel in my head too. It's like a great, great, great. Anybody else notice anything? Gus, no? Okay. All right. So, um, you know, the breath, another thing to think about 
you know, it can be helpful to have some reverence for our breathing. You know, it's actually the first thing we do when we become independently alive, right? Is to breathe independently. Without that breath, we don't make it. And it's literally the exhale is the last thing that the body does when it dies. So we're going to have a, a, a life journey of breathing. And there's a way in which, you know, it's a companion. It can be related to as a companion. It's something that's always changing. You know, you noticed that your exhale was longer than your inhale. Start noticing, like, when you have certain emotions, your breathing will change. You know, and... You know, sometimes the breath will feel jagged. Sometimes it feels smooth. You know, so there's there's a lot to notice and get to, you know, kind of... And the breath can be actually communicating, kind of reflecting back to us um, things that we might want to recognize about our experience. Like when we're holding our breath, that can be an indicator that we're, we're not even aware that we're tense or frightened or bracing. So when we start to tune into the breath, it can also be a cue to us to notice what's going on emotionally or mentally. So I think we're ready for a guided meditation. Okay. Um, So we're talking about the breathing, but... It's very hard to meditate if our body is tense. <laughs> and I think I, I'd invite you maybe to notice this, the 30 minutes that we've been talking. Maybe the body feels a little lighter. Maybe it feels a little looser. Uh, it's sometimes when we just bring the attention to our breathing, the body naturally kind of oh, starts softening. And since we're not trying to control the breathing, particularly the exhale, what you were saying, sometimes the exhale is longer. In order for the air to get out of the body, the muscles need to soften a little bit. So when we bring that attention, it starts happening naturally. <clears throat> Sorry about my voice. I, I may lose my voice eventually, but Let's see. Uh, the other thing that Tanya was saying about the posture, like this very novel posture. So the spine is kind of straight. It's not rigid. It's, it's soft but straight. And that allows the rest of the body kind to, ah. It's like we're hanging the rest of the body in the spine. So... I'm going before we start. I'm going to invite you to notice if you need to move your body in any way. Do you need to maybe roll your shoulders, your head? What is it that is? Is there any tightness that you notice somewhere? Maybe I don't know. Maybe your hands are tight. Sometimes we start tensioning, or maybe the jaw. And notice the lips. Notice your tights and your glutes. Sometimes we always ready to go. So notice notice your body for a moment. And although we're gonna be focusing on our breathing, the body is gonna support us in watching and in looking at our breathing. So let's take a couple of deep intentional breaths. Inhaling by the nose. And exhaling by the mouth. And allow your eyes to close or lower your gaze. Finding your normal breathing. 
And let's take a moment to to go from head to toes. And maybe with each exhale inviting our muscles to ah to soften, to release. Starting on the head, the face, the lips, the jaw. Going down the shoulders, the arms, the hands. And start noticing maybe the expansion of the chest, the movement of the diaphragm. Noticing that release that happens with the exhale. And allow your abdomen to be soft. Notice the contact with the chair, going down the legs, the feet flat on the floor. And for a few minutes, let's take a look at our breath. Sensations. Temperature, pressure, softening. rising and falling. And when the mind gets distracted, Gently, kindly, let's bring the attention back to the breath. I invite you to consider that 
when we bring the attention to our breath, let's not make it into a project. <laughs> like, we think it can happen. That like We get very focused on it. It's a, it's a very soft attention. Like curiosity. I don't know, imagine that you're taking a walk in a new place that you've never been before. Like, like oh, look at that. Like, oh, that kind of attitude. Uh, it's, it's easy to, especially we start getting distracted, to make it into a project, like, very serious. And like, okay, let it, release it a little bit. And, oh, look at that, that's my breath. Oh, like a butterfly, <laughs> a hummingbird, something like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the meditation, I'm working right, yeah. Um, Sandra asked us to relax. You know, to start by relaxing the body. And then she invited us to kind of just help the body relax by doing a, like a light body scan, right? And then to tune in to the experience of breathing. Now I want to invite you to do a practice where you breathe in and breathe out and try either um, using the words in, out, with the inhale and the exhale. Just in, out. Or if you like better, rising, falling. Real simple noting as you breathe, naming whether it's an inhale or an out exhale. So let's just continue meditating. So notice your body, find your posture, see if you need to move, wiggle, roll your shoulders back. And then just invite the mind to track whether you're breathing in or out. Just a very light, simple noting. In with the inhale. Out with the exhale. And if thoughts arise, which they're bound to do, see if you can keep the in and out in the front and like let the thoughts be like in the background. So we don't have to struggle with the thinking. Sort of like if you were zooming in a camera, kind of highlighting the in and out, knowing the in and out and kind of letting the wind blow the trees or the thoughts move through in the background. So preferencing, just preferencing knowing if you're breathing in or out.
Referencing knowing in when you're breathing in and out when you're breathing out. If it feels like too much to say the in and out, you can drop it. Just see if you can notice the experience, tuning in more to the in and out from the experience perspective rather than the words. If the thoughts don't want to be in the background, you can actually try and imagine breathing through them. Sort of like letting the breath penetrate the thinking. Just still, just breathing right in it and right out of it. Play with this way you're relating to the thinking. Just trying to be gentle and not worry about the thinking. Thinking happens. Just, oh, and here's the inhale. Oh, it feels like this. And Oh, there's the exhale, and oh, that feels like that. So, anybody willing to share what that was like? Are you feeling calmer right now? Quieter? Rocky, yeah, yeah. How are you, Cecilia? You're having difficulty hearing both of us. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Um, I'm not new to meditation. Okay. So I'm taking this time to just meditate. Okay. okay. So, but following whatever you're saying. Not possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I heard the question. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to use the hearing assistance devices? Richard will help you. No, I, I do wear hearing aids, and I increase the volume oh. of my hearing device. So, so does he. He wears... I too, but when I come here, I don't, because I use a hearing assist, and it's a little electronic. It will basically plug in, you know, I'll show you. 
It won't. Okay. Yeah. And Richard, will you maybe turn both of our volumes up just a little yeah. bit? But you're still having a hard time hearing me now. Now it's okay. Now it's okay. Yeah. Okay. But maybe with the volumes up a little bit yeah. for both of us. Yeah, and I think the, the acoustic here, because I, I also wear hearing aids, and sometimes even with the hearing aids, there's a little bit of reverberation, and it's hard. I, it's hard. I, I think I know what you're, what's happening to you. <laughs> um, Thank you, Cecilia. <laughs> you can't yeah. hear it. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So um, maybe I'll, I'll ask you, is there something that helps you follow your breath? Like I think, Tanya, you gave us several options. Like in, out, in, like rising, falling, noting, or sensations. Or maybe you figure out something that works for you that is not in the instructions. So, um, yeah. Okay. One of the things that works for me is to actually visualize the breathing. And there's actually three parts that I look at, and I actually think of it in terms of a triangle. So there's, there's in, there's out, and then there's a rest. Because when you go up and you come down, when you, go, when you inhale, there's an immediate pressure to actually exhale. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the bottom, it's actually flat for a little bit if you're in a more relaxed state. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's very helpful to actually visualize this triangle okay. and me going along the triangle. And uh, when I'm trying to get myself settled, mm-hmm. I also count. I also count mm-hmm. And okay. the counting happens in the flat part at the bottom. Yeah. So it's just a kind, of, a, a kind of a way of keeping myself a little more focused. Yeah, yeah. That's great. It's, and sometimes um, it's good to do that kind of a more detailed practice at the beginning of your meditation to help the mind settle down. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's just uh, mm-hmm. when the monkeys are running around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, and, and th- there are many ways, and sometimes you're going to figure out something that works for you. And maybe what works today is not going to work tomorrow. And even during a meditation, it's going to be changing. So bring, allowing that flexibility, it doesn't need to be a specific way. It, it can be, so, it, it's kind of, it's a process. It's kind of moving, changing, and allowing yourself that. Do you want to say something? Use your mic. Use the microphone. Just, oh, there's, oh, there. just got to tr- push the button until it turns green. Push and hold. Can you hear me? I actually noticed tension in my back. You notice what? Tension in my back. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I tried to relax and I was like, but it still hurt. It's too. I tried to relax and I rolled my shoulder back, but it's still. I still feel the pressure in my back. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) That I mean, sorry about it, but that is great. And maybe you can lay down, for example. We want to be alert, but sometimes we need to find find another way, uh, like adjust. Yeah, turn it off. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. You can adjust it. And yeah, like laying down, maybe it's an option for you. Sometimes if we carry too much tension after a long day, for example... Uh, it's nice to just lay down on the flat floor, not too soft, not too comfortable. No. <laughs> we don't want to fall asleep. But that is great that you're seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else find something like or find any of those particular techniques useful, Rocky? It's funny Would you use the mic? I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. 
it was during your meditation that I found myself going in and out. And then during yours, I thought it was more helpful for me to like elongate it. So as I was breathing in, I was saying in and then out. So it was like the whole entire time. So I'd be focused a little bit more on that. Yeah. I found that helpful. Great. Yeah. 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 And and that's part of the meditation, starting noticing what works. Yeah. Because little by little, it becomes more natural. Like you don't need to, oh, maybe I'm going to name it. Maybe It, it starts becoming natural it happens mm-hmm. so that's wonderful i'll say just uh, about counting just in case that's useful um that traditionally you know we're taught to um do it in a simple way um usually start you know by counting to uh, 10 but you could also do eight or nine it doesn't matter but you choose a number you're going to count to not higher than 10. And then you you count each breath. Maybe you count it at the base of the breath. Maybe you're having to go one with inhale and one with the outhale, exhale. You, you know, you might, to help yourself stay with it, you might have to do one, one. Ideally, it's just one, two, while you're paying attention to the breathing. If you get lost or think you might have missed it, you go back to one, no matter where you are. No problem, not a big deal. Just, oh, okay, confused, simple. Start with one again. And then you count to your, say you're counting to eight, so you count to eight, and then you just go back to one again. So it's just, it's another way to give the mind something more to pay attention to, to help it sort of get concentrated and less connected with all the thinking. Yeah, yes. So I still do this to get myself calmed down. Yeah. I know when I'm not quite calmed down when I get to 15. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Just so that you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then at 15, I know it's time to go back to one. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's one, not even wah, and you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> that happens too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Max, uh, one of the teachers here, uh, one of his uh, guided meditations, he says sometimes we just count to one. And every every breath is one. And so, like, see what happens. What if you, like, very, very close to that one? And then you start again, one. There's something about it that we start giving ourselves a little more um, kindness in a way. Like, okay, I'm I'm lost at two. I'm supposed to count to ten. And then, like, I don't know, maybe it's my only (laughs) experience only. But I I know I start like, gosh, just three and I'm lost again. And counting to one has certain power. But like you, there's like like every breath is the first one. Every breath is the most important. So there's some power to it. So experiment, really experiment and see what works and notice how how it changes, how it evolves your practice. So let's make maybe two groups of three. Richard, are you willing to? He likes to pass. Okay, so we do two and three? So or should we maybe one one group of five. Okay. Sounds good. I mean yeah. yeah. I mean what do you guys think? I think it's nice to have two is kinda of too small, right? Yeah. And so I think maybe just we'll let you make your own little circle. And so go ahead and make a circle, you'll exclude us <laughs> and then uh, Sam will yeah. give you more instructions. Were there here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to. If you don't want a chair, you can get a cushion and sit on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's wait for Rocky to come back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Perfect. So, um, it's, it's for you, for your group of people. And so we're going to invite you to introduce yourselves, 
maybe your name, um, where you're coming from today, um, anything that, how is this is your first time at IMC, uh, you've been practicing for a while, this is your first time completely doing it. And I'm going to also invite you after saying that your name, where you're coming from, have you been here before? Uh, I want you to share, if that's okay with you, it's op op optional. Share what is your favorite place in nature. Just a couple of words, nothing very complex. And see, hmm, just to, to bring a little piece of you to your group, okay? And after, so maybe let's, let's do that. Let's do that first. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, so do you have any any thoughts or do you have any questions before we move to closing? Sandra so, or the group? When, when I was th this, this afternoon when um, I was going through the plan for today, yeah. uh, the question, why, why, why am I doing this? Uh, and especially because this is so different from the other classes and the experience that we had had um, with the, the other classes like I it's so enriching it's uh, that that search for community that search for peace that search for connection it's, it's very real um, so I think each of us once we live here we have our lives we have our issues we have our problems But there is this hour and a half where I'm free, I'm happy, I'm enthusiastic, I love the practice. It's like I learn so much. Um, yeah, this is a, a beginner's class maybe, but I think we're always beginners. There's always something new to learn. There's something that you didn't see before. Uh, like, oh, I never seen that. Oh, I never, oh, wow, you, you like the urban space. I, I love that you answered that way. It's like, huh, that is so interesting. I, I learned something today. So it's, it's wonderful. It's such a great opportunity to be connected. And as you say, Tony, it's so nice to to listen to what you're sharing in the groups. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's Do you have advice on the homework? I'll say it again. Do you have advice on the homework? Advice on the homework? Well, I mean, yeah, I assume oh, that for the For the 20 minutes? Yeah. Or, or I, I don't know what else there is in the homework, if it's just that. So, like, yeah, like, basically, yeah, maybe we can start kind of. I should look at the handout. Um, at the end of it, it gives you your instructions. And while you're looking, maybe one of you can read it <laughs> but to us all. But I'll say, you know, we do invite 20 minutes. But, you know, if you can't do 20, do 15. If you can't do 15, do 10. If you can't do 10, do 5. Okay? So the point is to, to just make the commitment to sitting down. And, you know, if you can expand your practice a little bit this week, great. If you can, if you, 15 is the way it's going to be, 15 works, right? So, and for you, you know, it's a big order to start sitting for 20. I have to say, I sat for five minutes every day for my first year. Other than when I was at retreats or centers, it was like all I could do. And I might do it multiple times, but that was for me. It took me a year before I could sit longer. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And also when you're going to sit, maybe ask yourself, why am I doing this? And it, again, it doesn't need, you don't even need to answer. And like drop yourself the question, like why, why am I sitting here? And see what bubbles up. Like what, what is bringing you here? Um, the, the, this practice is not trying to create new states in your mind. The practice is bringing you closer to yourself. And there's so much to discover. We're, there's so much in ourselves that we don't see or we 
ignore, uh, we neglect. So, yeah. Um, and make it fun. Make it something that, I don't know, <laughs> I mean, maybe because I'm, so I'm, I'm from Colombia and uh, like I, I, I do my dance, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And that's the way I approach, I don't know, I, I need to bring something of me to my practice. <laughs> so find what is it that you want to bring from yourself? So cute. Your <laughs> I don't know. So it's, cute. I mean, nobody is watching me. It's like, <laughs> but I just do my little dance and I just go and sit. I just, I don't know. It's part of, it makes it special for me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, yeah, have fun. Like, like, have fun, not, not that, uh, like a party, but it's a moment for you. It's my time. Kind of a yeah. radical act, isn't yeah. it? It's like, I, it's, yeah, it's mine. I deserve it. I, I may not deserve the SUV in the TV commercial. I don't care. I, I kind of annoys me when, because you deserve it. But what I deserve it is, few minutes of with myself and yeah have a taste for it what would you read rocky the um homework so mindfulness exercises for the first week you will get the most benefit from this course if you engage with the practice between our class meetings during the first week please try to, to follow the following practices sit with Sit one 20-minute session of meditation each day. For this first week, focus on staying aware of the sensations of breathing as described in the next section of the handout. Begin and end each sitting with a few moments of conscious reflection. At the start, clearly remind yourself that you are about to devote yourself to being mindful and present. As best you can, let go of any concerns, remembering that you are with, you are Sorry, that you will have plenty of time to take them up again after meditation. At the end of the meditation session, reflect on what occurred. There is no need to judge what happened. You just want to strengthen your mindfulness through a brief exercise and recollection. Choose one routine activity that you perform most days and experiment with doing it mindfully. This means doing just this single activity, not listening to the radio at the same time, for example, and resting your awareness on the sensations associated with that activity. It is also best to let go of any concern about the results or in the finishing or finishing quickly. Remain in the present moment as best as you can. When the mind wanders, simply come back to the activity. Activities you might choose include brushing your teeth, washing the dishes, or some routine act of driving or walking. For one half hour period during the week, maintain attention to your posture as you go about with your normal activity. Without straining, assume a posture that is alert and upright. Notice what happens to your mood, thoughts, feelings, and degree of mindfulness as you do this exercise. Thank you so much, Rocky. Any thoughts or questions? So. Okay. Can, I, can I add something? Uh, one time I heard Gil say something really great, especially for starting. Um, uh, he said uh, the objective wasn't to be the best little Buddhist in the, in the block. Right? There's no judging. There's just doing it. And then the instruction was good about that also. Yeah. yeah. So we usually finish every session with a dedication of merit. And it's uh, uh, maybe because we are studying this series, uh, maybe I'll invite you to consider what the others, if you haven't experienced it, um, that the less reactivity, that maybe the practice is going to help you to be, that whatever benefits the practice bring you, 
Even if you're not intending to, you're sharing it with the world. So I'll invite you to dedicate this practice to everybody in your life. The people who live with you, family, friends, co-workers, the people that you cross in the street, the people, the person at the supermarket, the one that hands you your coffee. So I invite you to dedicate this practice here to all those people in your life. Thank you so much for your practice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.